Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah, or the time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! Wrestling fans, we've been gone for a while, but we're back to talk about MMA. <laughs> you know what's cool about the return of CWFP is that we're in the same room now. Yeah, we're we're extra back. Yeah, extra. We're back and together in person. Back to back to back. <laughs> <laughs> so lots has happened. Since we last recorded an episode, NXT TakeOver Chicago, Money in the Bank, um, we watched New Japan Wrestling for the first time. Yeah. That was pretty wild. Um, we got to see the Jesus of Wrestling, Kenny Omega. <laughs> so, let's start by talking about some of the new things we've done, like Watch Impact and New Japan. Yeah, since I have... Podcast is not sponsored by the following product. Direct TV. <laughs> um, I'm able to record New Japan and Impact, so we can watch New Japan and Impact broadcasts. And, oh boy. <laughs> Impact is something. Yeah, let's talk about Impact first. Um, <laughs> pretty much the only cool thing we've seen about Impact was uh, Sue Young, right? Sue Young and... Uh, Rosemary infect, infected her friend. Allie, yeah, yeah. that's 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 cool. Yeah, I, I I I I'm not able to determine if calling the women's t- belt the knockout title, like knockouts. It's like it's vaguely misogynistic, but yeah. it's also like in a tongue in cheek funny way. They're knockouts because they're... and also they knock each other out. Yeah, okay, that's probably what they've they've probably said that like. They're probably not allowed to say that on air because of how often it's been said. Yeah. During broadcasts. I I agree. I think that calling it the knockouts division is pretty clever. And I'm sure when they first did it, which was like 2005, back with like Karma and Gail Kim. I'm sure that was like, yeah, badass, dude. That's that's smart. But uh, in 2018, still calling them knockouts is like, all right, guys. It's not nearly as bad as Divas. <laughs> not nearly as bad as do you, Divas. Do you know if one of the previous knockouts belts was as, like, I don't think so. bad as the Divas belt? Because that last so. Divas belt is, it feels like a joke whenever I see it. It feels... The butterfly? Yes. Yeah, it, it looks, it feels like a joke whenever it pops up, because I'm like, it... It's really bad. It doesn't look real. It looks like a shitty toy belt that they would have had if... They didn't just have women's wrestling, but there's girls who watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And they wanted to have a belt, too. Right. It's it's ugly. 
<laughs> the NX, the first NXT Women's Championship is also strange to me because it has like the white diamonds around it. It's, it's still like white and pink, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's still, it looks like the NXT it, title. It, yeah, it looks that. like the NXT. Well, it looks like the current NXT title, maybe sort of, just without the X. Yeah. But it has like the white and pink diamonds in it, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. Um, knockouts, not maybe not a great name, but a good division. Allie's cool. Sue Young's cool. Um, Rosemary's cool. Ty Valkyrie's cool. Women's wrestling's good. Yeah, everywhere. Every, every, except for in the next thing we're going to talk about. <laughs> New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling, where we watched probably three hours and didn't see a single woman. But that's okay, because we wrestling. saw... <laughs> oh, yeah, we saw plenty of women um, holding Kenny Omega... Teddy bears yeah. with his haircut and his his, <laughs> his attire on, but yeah, that we was, didn't. That was wild. We didn't see any women actually wrestle. But um, Troy, what do you think of New Japan Pro Wrestling? It's neat. I like it a lot. I think the best part about it is the people who who are there watching it. I'm gonna say the people who watch it, but then I I'm letting people on Reddit win. Nope, can't <laughs> let that happen. Twitter Reddit dudes. But the. People in the crowd were into it, and they just sat there and enjoyed wrestling. Yeah. There was no, like, trying to get yourself over with chants or anything. You just yeah. watched wrestling. Yeah. Which is good. There weren't any chants in it in what we watched. Yeah. Um, and what we watched is the Access TV rebroadcast with commentary from JR and some guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I know some something I've noticed with it, I think it's like a month. A month behind? Yeah, because the event that we watched, I don't... Do... Do... Token? I don't remember. Don Taku. Don Taku. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Don Taku happened in, like, April? Yeah. And you recorded it in, what, like, the May. end of May? Yeah. yeah. So it's probably a month behind, which is fine. There's probably a streaming service where you can get the stuff, like, immediately. There, there is. I think yeah. it's directly on New Japan's yeah, okay. English website. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> I know this because they... After WrestleMania ended, they just tweeted a link to their <laughs> website. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe after Money in the Bank, they did too. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, I love the wrestling too. Um, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page was pretty cool. The big thing I remember is Kenny Omega reunited with his old, old tag team partner who he was with called the Golden Lovers when he was in that tag team. Oh. Like, they embraced after having, like, a falling out and oh, okay. time apart. I know you're talking about, I don't remember his name, though. Yeah. yeah. The actual wrestling itself is pretty damn incredible. Yeah, and, like, I, I think something you pointed out, too, is that, like, the refs in New Japan are characters, too. Yeah, like Red Shoes. Yeah. I mean, the last time WWE had a ref like that was, what, Earl Hebner? I think so. And that was, like, he stopped refereeing for WWE in, like, what, 2005 or something? Mid two thousands, imagine that's but just too much work to put on. Yeah, I, since I since New Japan does like, I th isn't New Japan like with how TNA started? They basically do just pay per views. Maybe because I don't think I know New Japan isn't like a weekly broadcast thing. I think they probably do frequent stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think they have like a weekly show to yeah. watch. Yeah, they they just do like big events because I know that's how TNA started because it's like. How the fuck else are you going to get money yeah. with a new startup? But they they just did pay-per-views only. Yeah. Um, does Orange Ref in NXT count as a character? 
The ref that's so tan, he's just glowing orange? Because I call him Orange Ref. Do, do people online do that? I don't. Do you guys do that? Tell us. <laughs> I don't think so. I've never seen it, but that dude's orange as hell. <laughs> I'm sure someone's trying to be like, Girl Ref. Girl oh, Girl Ref. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, New Japan Pro Wrestling is cool, and we should definitely watch more of that. Yeah. yeah I like it's like it. an hour a week. Yeah. They, they give you like two matches because they get to put on full matches. Yeah, so it's basically like... It's gonna sound stupid to compare it to this, but it's basically like two hundred five live, mm. where it's an hour long broadcast and there's like two matches, maybe like a, a dumb like squash match of a jobber while someone's cutting a promo <laughs> in the middle of it. But yeah, um, also the tables they use in New Japan look horrifying. Yeah, they, they look, look a lot they look, sturdier. They're not. They're, they don't look like just sawdust like yeah. WWE tables <laughs> are, where you can just go through it. <laughs> WWE tables look like you look at them and there's. Who, have you seen that before where someone was set on one and it broke? No. I think they were kind of bigger. I think maybe it was Bubba Ray and like oh. in TNA and someone like <laughs> set them on one and it broke. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's why you lay them across it. But Because, uh, yeah, Omega went through that table and it didn't like split the table. It just no. put a hole in the table. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very scary. Um, we also made our friends watch it and they liked it. Yeah. Here's the thing about our friends watching wrestling. I can talk candidly to you and our audience. I think they just like the pandemonium of wrestling. Because they seem to really like the... the. We showed them the NXT TakeOver New Orleans ladder match for the North American title. They just really liked when like chaos was happening. Yeah. Which is fine. But there was a part of me that was like... Recognize the good spot and not just the <laughs> silly outcome. And we also had them watch WrestleMania 2000. Yes. The ladder match from that. Which I think our friend Drew was sickened by. <laughs> yeah. he, definitely, he definitely went from like laughing and like going, oh, wow, to like, oh, <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Um, that was a good watch. Yeah. I think everyone enjoyed watching that. It was great having Devonta here for that. For, yeah. So he could bust out the, oh, God. He's very good at that. So, yeah. We watched Impact and New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I think we'll mostly continue with one of them. <laughs> I think Impact will be like, hey Cameron, we're waiting for our friends to decide on something. We watched New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> There's no new episodes of Photoshoot or Ride Along. <laughs> E3 is <laughs> not in July. <laughs> They're doing a seven hour JRPG speedrun on Summer Games Done Quick. It starts in three days, doesn't it? Or does it... I'm pretty sure it's the same week we go to Raw. Does it start in July? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually okay. like 4th of July week. Huh. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. That is when impact will happen. When <laughs> I'm over here and there's literally nothing to do. There is just... <laughs> the dogs are asleep. That's the that's the addendum to our opening of like, huh, wrestling's on. It's like, oh, fuck, wrestling's on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> what is happening in this? Why are these Hispanic dudes just sitting around a table drinking? I don't know if I can get LAX. You know what I don't understand about LAX is that we've probably watched like three or four hours of Impact now and they haven't fucking done anything. They're the, just sitting The first around... one I watched, they did. Okay. They wrestled the dude with the weirdo light-up armor. Um, Aerostar. <laughs> I think so. Star, yeah. He was on a team with someone else who's r just as ridiculous. 
Dragos. Yeah. Dra- I know Dragos from Lucha Underground because he puts that gross ass black shit in his mouth to make it look like he has a tongue. And it's it's fucking dumb, dude. It makes me so sick. And then it's like on the mat after he's done, and it's like fuck, dude. That's the gimmick's not worth it. It's a he, mess. He, he looks like someone's like I'm gonna cosplay Spyro yes. the Dragon. Dragos absolutely looks like. And he's like, I want to be a dragon, but I also want to be the boogeyman. But worms are icky. <laughs> yeah. Dragos absolutely looks like. Um, I want to wrestle. What should I wear? Just some trunks or tights. Looks in closet and finds <laughs> fucking a Spyro cosplay from Sodak Con 2011. <laughs> okay, I'm sure it's something that kids love. Oh, like, I'm, I'm sure, sure kids yeah. love Dragos. I don't know if I would have as a kid, because I was a grumpy ass kid like I am a grumpy ass adult. <laughs> but um, can kids watch Lucha Underground? Is Lucha Underground something? Did you say there's like drug dealers and stuff in Lucha Underground? They definitely seem like that, but it's never directly said. Oh, okay. It's never direct. I wouldn't let my... If I had a child, I definitely wouldn't let them watch Lucha Underground because... um, Women just get the shit beat out of them. (laughs) By men. So... Oh, yeah. I'm also DVRing Lucha Underground. I haven't watched any of it, but that might come up too. Yeah. We should start that from the beginning. Yeah. Just so we can see Ricochet. I mean, Prince Puma. Prince Puma, yeah. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. There's uh, there's our insight on a quick look at what we've seen from other promotions. <laughs> really enjoying New Japan. Yeah. Impact is impact. But, let's talk about WWE over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We last we left off, there was a very weird feud brewing between Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley. Um, Ronda Rousey got a title match for some reason. Yeah. Uh, what was happening on SmackDown last we left off? Uh, AJ Styles and Nakamura keep talking shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's that's about all that's happened on SmackDown. Uh, was. Was Carmella champion last time we recorded an episode? Yeah. Because she got it right after WrestleMania, remember? That's right. It was the night after WrestleMania. Yeah, or two nights after. Yeah. Okay, so, truly, if you don't watch and just use us as a recap for some weird fucking reason, nothing has really changed. <laughs> no, nothing! N- nothing has nothing has really changed, which is a uh, disappointment. But, um, we're going to... Wow, this that's a bad segue. First, we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver uh, Chicago. We're talking about the better one. We're, ta- we're talking about the good show to watch. <laughs> they put on how many hours a week and only one of those hours is good? <laughs> Amazing. No, uh, SmackDown's pretty good. NXT TakeOver Chicago. We have our Chicago street fight between Champa and Gargano. We have Velveteen Dream and Ricochet... Going performance center guy versus indie guy. Um, Shayna Baszler's there. Yeah. And um, Aleister Black is going to defend his uh, his NXT World Heavyweight Champ. I don't even think they call it that. His yeah. NXT title against the most boring person in NXT. And then we also got a tag team match because they're not going to make uh, Adam Cole defend his title. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> that would be weird. Pete Dunne defended his uh, title that Wednesday, so. Um, oh, at a recording? Yeah, he defended against Kyle O'Reilly. He kept it, but. I mean, he's not He's not going to lose it. Yeah. 
Maybe at the end of the NXT UK singles championship, he might. Yeah, which is, I'll touch on for a second, is weird that they didn't release the the first episodes of that yet, as of this recording. And their reason was like, oh, there's too much going on with TakeOver and uh, Money in the Bank, so we're not going to release those. But when you watch an NXT broadcast, they show you the results yeah. from the bracket. So it's like... And they do official press releases. Yeah. And stuff. For pe- so, like, people went to the tapings and then the whole world just gets to know through a tweet who won. Yeah. Which is not that big of a deal because there's two rounds, but we're like three. Okay. NXT TakeOver Chicago. Let's start from the top, Jory. There's a dog in the room. Anyway. um, <laughs> Two, actually. <laughs> we started off with Undisputed Air against Oni and... Uh, Oni Lorkin and... Whatever, but Birch, Danny Birch, Danny Birch. Yeah. Which one is from? Um, because one is from England and the other one's from Boston. So which one is from England and which one is from Boston? I, I don't know which. <laughs> I could not. I tell know him. because I have a thing in my mind where I'm like, Oni Lorkin has the weirder name, so he's definitely the one from England, but he's not. He's the one from Boston. <laughs> that's a good. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I figured it out. So, um, yeah. Undisputed Era versus Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. You, you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, with this match, there just, like, wasn't anything that was big. It was, like, a, just a tag team title defense match. Um, I guess the biggest thing was just Adam Cole's ringside with his belt, helping him cheat, and then he right. got kicked right. out. <laughs> but... I, I don't I don't know who would think that Lorkin and Birch were gonna win. Yeah, and they definitely made it seem like they were going to, which is smart, because this is a tag team that like um, people like because they're just you know full sail loves them and they're good wrestlers, <laughs> um, but they they definitely did a really good job of being like kick out kick out you know what's yeah. what's gonna happen. So, that made it interesting to watch. I don't know if it made it A-plus interesting to watch, because, I mean, it's Undisputed <laughs> Era, and they're the biggest, baddest stable in the whole company right now. Any spots? Not really. I mean, it was cool to see the, like, double... Um... Submission? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like when that happens. I think... Didn't DIY do that, or was that was that someone else? I, they always show a. Oh, it was the revival versus maybe DIY. They're like huge match they had. Yeah, the one from like twenty fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So I always like double submissions. I think that's pretty cool. Um, final thoughts on the tag on the tag match. I think the outcome was kind of dumb because of what happened in the UK. What do you mean? Did you not see? No. Oh, do you care if I spoil it? Go ahead. M- Mustache Mountain has the titles now. The te- those two guys. They won the UK tag at team at a house show at the UK tag team championship. They have the titles now. Oh, they're at the UK thing, or there's a separate. No, they 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 won the titles. Mustache Mountain, as in bigger guy and Tyler Bate. Yeah. At they... least they put a belt on Tyler Bate. Hell yeah! Yeah, they have the they have the tag team titles now. I saw this because I was like, I just saw, like, WWE retweeted it at, like, 2 in the afternoon. Like, okay. <laughs> and we won't even be able to watch it until Monday. Yeah. 
That pisses me off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they took the titles from Undisputed, and I was like, that's a little weird. And I was like, oh yeah, they're both from England. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that does... I don't know, yeah, that that maybe cheapens the match a little bit. But, yeah, it was it was okay. Um, here, I'll, I'll do it. One and two, pee and poop. <laughs> I'll make fun of their thing everyone loves. Uh, Danny always comes, Danny's two, right? So Oni comes out and does one, yeah. and Danny does two, pee and poop. I gotta go number one, I gotta go number two. I, I'll make fun of it. I don't feel bad. Okay, let's talk about the grudge match. <laughs> you belong in a bingo hall. <laughs> Ricochet and Dream was incredible. Yeah. It started off good because Ricochet came out in in the Hogan-inspired gear. The boa. Was, the... was it you that sent a tree that he was wearing... Prince Puma pants? Yes. Yeah. He, he was wearing he was wearing Puma inspired pants from Lucha Underground that Ricochet used to wear. Yeah. He had the he had the shirt. He had the boa. He had the the uh, bandana on. He did the moves. He was yeah. doing the thing. <laughs> how much of this do you think was fun? And how much do you think was Velveteen Dream making a statement? <laughs> That'd be like 50-50. I think so. I agree it was probably like 50-50. I didn't really see how big of a pop-off the um, audience gave uh, as a result of it, though. Um, did, they, did they love it? I don't know if some of them got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was wearing a tearaway shirt that said, Dream's still over. Um, yeah. Because the dream is over for Ricochet. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Ricochet came out and had some great attire. His attire looked pretty cool. Um, was he wearing a crown? Because he's the one and only and he does like king things sort of? Or... No, didn't he have like a superhero cape? He did. You're yeah. right. Okay. No, he had like wings on. Yeah, they cause... were wings. Yeah. <laughs> he can fly. Yeah, he, he absolutely can. Um, so this match was great in terms of storytelling, I think. And like uh, just spots because they're both incredible. Ricochet is. I think I've said it on this show before. The next Rey Mysterio. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know how anyone could deny that. Yeah, I do, I really don't know. I, I don't know what it was like to be the guy online. It's like Ricochet's not that good. Yeah, it's probably I, miserable. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the guy that like when everybody was playing Left 4 Dead 2 back in 2000, he's going Left 4 Dead's stupid and boring. I hate Left 4 Dead, and it's like oh, it's just fun, dude. Like, just play Left 4 Dead. I do, I do want to see this feud on a bigger stage, because I mean, obviously NXT is a huge stage, but like, I want to see maybe not even together, but just these two at like WrestleMania. Yeah, and that's coming. But I just want Triple H to book it. <laughs> yeah, XFL. Yeah, hurry up, please XFL. Um. <laughs> any any other. Uh... Just, just how how long this match went on was wild. Yeah, cardio <laughs> for days. Um, it's a good thing these. <laughs> good thing dreams like twenty two and yeah. Ricochet's a little, not a very big guy. Yeah. Um. I like the the ending when um. 
Ricochet used Dream's finishers. Yeah. That was... <laughs> he did the Death Valley driver on someone significantly taller than him and then used the Purple Rainmaker and then finished him off with a 630. <laughs> that was good. It made me sad, but, but it was still good. Dream sacrificed his body to Purple Rainmaker across, like, coast-to-coast coast Purple Rainmaker. Just to get the knees up. Yep. Yikes. Yeah, um... This was a great match of of our, like, viewing thing. I think this was probably everybody's favorite match. Kyle definitely messaged me later and was like, that match was really good. <laughs> so... Well, this... There's something I have to say about, like, Kyle wa- watching this stuff. This is, like, I think it's gotten the most emotion out of Kyle than I've ever seen. <laughs> Especially during uh, Champa Gargano. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think he really liked that, too, because that was just incredible. I don't know how anyone could watch that and be like, eh. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't want to meet that person. But, yeah, yeah Ricochet Dream, pretty, pretty great. Next one we can just kind of, like, skim over. NXT Women's Championship match, Nikki Cross versus Shayna Baszler. Yeah, it was it was mostly just Shayna Baszler beating the shit out of Nikki Cross and then being confused as to why Nikki Cross wasn't sad. Yeah, being confused <laughs> as to why Nikki Cross was laughing and smiling. <laughs> like right like right when they started off, the like they're just standing in the ring, they're doing like the before they do anything stare down. And after Shayna Baszler is like, why isn't she intimidating? Should we just get do it. Do it. Yeah. Just over and over. Do she it. She was like jumping up and down when the match do started. It. Like, come on, come on, do it. It was, <laughs> it was very scary. Uh, Nikki Cross is great. Um, and the whole the whole match just seemed to serve to be like, hey, Nikki Cross is nuts. Yeah, there's... Shayna Baszler can't intimidate and scare everyone because there's someone scarier than her. Yeah. She might not be as strong as her, but she isn't doing the things that are happening to her. Yeah. Um She she did she did pose a threat at one point with, you know, uh she had a reverse DDT on the apron and um she had a twisting neck breaker after that, and that's <laughs> I was like, okay, are you kidding? Are you is this actually gonna happen? And of course it didn't, and then we had to deal with the what is Baszler's hold called? Is it just a sleeper hold? Is it, no, it, it has, like, a Japanese kind of name. It's not just Coquina Clutch? No. It's... Every sleeper hold is just Coquina Clutch in my mind now. Uh, I'm going to look it up because it will bother me if I don't. The Karafuda Clutch. Karafuda? What's yeah. the difference between Karafuda and Coquina? I don't think there's a difference. One is One has a better name and is delivered by a better wrestler. Okay. <laughs> um... But yeah, the match ended with uh, the car of not Coquina Clutch being applied to Nikki Cross and her smiling. Yeah. And falling asleep with a smile on her face. Yeah. Just like when Asuka pretty much knocked her out off that ladder <laughs> on the announcer's table and she was smiling in her in her sleep. Yeah. Nikki Cross is nuts. That's, that's probably how she goes to bed is she has like somebody hired to just like put her in a sleeper <laughs> hole. That's the I, only way she can calm the fuck down to go to bed. I imagine Nikki Cross is in like a hotel room somewhere because of TakeOver. And she just thrashes the place until she can't move anymore. She just she just is like, oh, okay, I've ripped this painting 62,000 times. 
So I have to go to sleep. No, you're getting it all wrong. Here's how I imagine all of Sanity, even though Sanity's on the main roster now, mm. they they sleep in like a Mad Max semi truck, and they have like their living arrangement in like the trailer part of the semi truck. Oh, okay. With like spray paint all over it, like anarchies. The I just imagine them. They live in like a half Mad Max, half like anarcho punk movie like <laughs> um yeah if it's the if it's the tanker from mad max that the have you seen fury road i have not no. okay i can't make the fury road reference um yeah and their their theme is vaguely like i don't know some of the images from it just look like the streets of LA during like the LA riots. Yeah. So I just I just can't imagine them like just living in the rubble during the LA riots. Uh, yeah, I, I just like if they're not in like their weird like trailer base, they're definitely surrounded by like an oil drum that they're like surrounding an oil drum. That's so on what's fire. Your, what we're getting at is sanity is homeless. No, they're like create create. It's a specific like alternate future, like Escape from New York oh. kind of setting is what they're in. Okay, <laughs> I I'd say like kind of like the slummier stuff of uh, Blade Runner, but that's still a little cyberpunky. I'm going more for like. No, I think your uh, Escape from New York is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see like <laughs> uh, the panning shot, and then they're just like there. Yeah, and, like. Nikki Cross is or like Robocop's back. Yeah. They live in they they live in Detroit. Okay. okay. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um Yeah, Basler shows the title. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the NXT title match. Or as I like to call it, the botch match. Myself, it's out of a job. Mm. I mean, Jinder can keep his job. I feel like Lars Sullivan can keep his job. Yeah, Jinder's botch was in, infinitely worse. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> this is... I, I feel like I could have gotten away with it at an indie show. Yeah. <laughs> Your problem is is that there are probably, like, 300,000 people watching worldwide, and you got, like, 20,000 watching right there um hey, but, in that picture there's a green shirt guy walking back yeah <laughs> and uh pink hair girl oh i've been seeing her a lot recently <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah so let's talk about how convinced we are that lars sullivan was a real contender for the nxt title i'll start i wasn't <laughs> and i never will be that he's a contender for any title because being giant ass Tommy Pickles who can say big <laughs> words doesn't mean that you're ever going to have a strap. I am being a super anti-Mark. Is that right? Anti-Mark? Whatever. I don't really like Lars Sullivan. Sorry, guys. I don't really ever do this, but I think he's kind of boring. Um, but Aleister Black came out. Good intro. The song is still good. He had the tarot card thing on the back of his uh, jacket. Did you see that? I did not. I saw it on Reddit. It was... I don't know what the tarot card was, but it was... It was a tarot card. I'm not even trying to bullshit anything. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, if I saw it, I'd be able to recognize it from how much binding advice I could play. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Um, so, yeah, this match was just a lot of, like, 
the announcers being like, I can't believe Alistair's doing this. And I was just like, I can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then there was the botch. If we want to skip to the botch. Where... Yeah. It was a black mask, correct? It was a black mask, yeah. He just, like, he jumped down. Mm -hmm. And then they were set up for it. And he he was, like, out of... he was out of place, and Alistair hit the black mask to nothing, but he still acted like he got hit and, like, fell back. Yeah. Um, it was real bad. Yeah. I even think he was late. I even think Lars's reaction was late because he wasn't yeah. looking. So it's not as bad as, like, a swanton hitting nothing and then someone doing, like, the... Do you remember the animation from, like, older wrestling games where someone would, like turn and fall to the ground because they're like like they have no stamina (coughs) that's exactly what it was you probably learned that shit in wrestling school (laughs) so it wasn't nearly as bad as that but we all noticed it i like when it happened i like looked at kyle and kyle locked eyes with me and was like smirking i was like oh no he hates wrestling now (laughs) um yeah that was uh that was pretty bad but if there's a part of this match that i really like it's Lars Sullivan convinced me that he can um, use facials and stuff to, to tell a story. Because his, like, his, like, on-the-ground defeated do-it with, like, blood coming out of his mouth and everything. Yeah. That was good. That was real good. So what exactly was the setup for this match? Wasn't it, like, Gargano wanted it and then Champa ruined that? So, like... Or Sullivan wants the title, so we're setting up the match. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they didn't have any sort of qualifying thing or anything like that. Mm. It was just Lars Sullivan coming out and cutting promos and being like, Hey, I want to be NXT champion. And everyone's like, Shut the fuck up, Tommy Pickles. Jesus. <laughs> I want to be NXT champion. Super califragilistic expialidocious. I'm big and smart. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. We'll see at TakeOver Brooklyn if anything happens with the NXT title. Gargano. Um. Champa. We gotta do at least three of those. And since we're <laughs> mentioning it, let's talk about Gargano <laughs> Champa 2. <laughs> the Chicago Street Fight. The sequel. First, the squeakle. Oh god, no. <laughs> when you watch it at one and a half speed, it's the squeakle. <laughs> um, first, let's talk about some ring attire. Oh man. So, <laughs> Gargano came out basically in Captain America cosplay. Yep. And that was good, and we were like, oh cool, it's Captain America. I wonder that that's that's kind of a weird pick. Infinity War was like a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> and then Champa came out in a in a in a shirt that was just him as Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> it was just his face over Thanos's body, pretty much with all, with the gauntlet and, and there's like a dying like Gargano. Yeah, as Captain America. Yeah, yeah so and. I want that shirt really bad. I want that shirt. I want any shirt. I want any Champa shirt. But he refuses, which is smart. Yeah, he he still doesn't have music. Um. Yeah. 
Oh, we also, I think you were in the kitchen, you were cooking or something when this happened. Gargano was walking to the to the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and Candace ran up and gave him a crutch and was like, kick his ass! <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, brother. Um, yeah, that was, that was great. So, the, the Captain America thing I want to mention is pretty cool because there was the spot on the outside in the crowd where the guy had the Gargano sign and Champa took it and was trying to rip it and he fucking couldn't rip the sign and we were just like, okay. And then Gargano smirked and like took it from him and it was just a stop sign in there and he immediately <laughs> held it like a fucking shield. And I was just like, oh my God. I just, I hope that the obvious Gargano shirt guy plant is at every Gargano chip match because I, we should find out if it was the same guy. But at their first, at the last takeover, there was a guy just standing like at the barricade in a crutch in a Johnny yeah. wrestling shirt. Yeah, and they just took his crutch. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's the same guy. I don't know. Maybe it's like a production intern or something. It could be. They could just pick a random full sale student each time. They're like, "You want to come to takeover?" Like <laughs> <laughs> that too. Um. Yeah, that was. That was pretty great. The wrestling in this match in between was great, but it didn't feel like a wrestling match. It just felt like a fight. Yeah, no, it felt like it two was, guys trying to kill each fight. other. They yeah. were. Yeah. Just felt like two guys absolutely trying to kill each other. Gargano's pissed. Champa's. I don't know if you could really call him pissed, but <laughs> I think he's having fun. He's enjoying yeah. what he's doing. Um. So. Um. There was a lot that happened. This was a long match. This was a long this match. Was this was like, like 25 a, minutes, yeah. half an hour, yeah. Because it started like at 7? It started maybe a little before 7? And TakeOver didn't end until like 7.30. Yeah. So it was a pretty long match. There was a lot to it. Um, do we want to get to the grittier spots? I mean... All the... There was just so much, like, set up that it was wild. Yeah. Um, like, Gargano stuff. It, like, a lot of stuff they did didn't pay off until, like, 10, 15 minutes yes, later. Yes, yeah. Like, uh, Champa bringing in handcuffs. Um, like, the trash can in the corner. Yeah. Uh... The big one that didn't pay off until the end. Holy shit! Was the uh, one Champa got was like fed up and he grabbed fucking bolt cutters from underneath the ring. Like, oh my god, he's gonna like start cutting his fingers off like Saw or Hostel. <laughs> <laughs> but he like undid the ropes on the ring and like uncovered the mat and yeah. the padding that's just like the hardwood. Yeah. That they have on there. Yeah. That he didn't do anything with, that nothing happened with until like the end. The very end, yeah. But there was, oh God, when Gargano like basically suicide dove over the top rope and just smacked right in the face with a trash can lid. Oh Oh God! (laughs) Wasn't there something with the announcer's table? At least someone was thrown over it at one point. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I th- I think I remember that specifically because 
I think it was Champa because this is during a Gargano run, yeah. and he most of Champa hit Nigel McGuinness. Oh, like Nigel McGuinness took like the almost the full brunt of Champa being thrown over that Oof. table. Um, <laughs> which he deserves. He's a heel announcer. Yeah. Um, I wish something like that would happen to Corey Graves, <laughs> but for real. <laughs> Dude, but for real. <laughs> um, like he gets shoot crashed into. <laughs> by Biggie at top speed. <laughs> Holding two things of pancakes. <laughs> Biggie is running a fucking 100 meter dash with two platters of pancakes and then hits <laughs> And they slips on a banana peel. <laughs> um, so, let's get to... The storytelling. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, Champa's on a run, and he walks Gargano up the ramp. And he is basically screaming like, none of you know, he doesn't know, I know. Which is like... You can think of something better to yell than that, but Jesus, he's been wrestling for like 15 minutes, so I'm not going to get on him. Um, And he throws him into the same LED board that he threw him into two years ago when DIY broke up and this whole thing started. Same exact way. Story telling. (laughs) Oh my God. So he takes him to the left of the stage where there are two tables set up and of course a bunch of fucking uh road containers just stacked on top of each other there (laughs) conveniently that match up with the actual seating perfectly no problem and um he takes champa takes him up there and um i thought champa set him on the table no, he took him up there. Yeah, yeah. Ch- Champa takes him up there, and as Johnny is like, I don't know what spot came before this, but Johnny was like dead. Yeah, and he took Johnny's wedding ring off, and spit on it, and threw it. One last fuck you to Candace, I guess. <laughs> Jesus, Tomasa. <laughs> and he is definitely going to put Johnny through these tables, but Johnny comes back. Comes back from the dead. He comes back from the dead. And I don't know what the move is called. They're like those those drops where someone is behind you. Those always look extremely fucking brutal. I love that move. But Johnny manages to put him through the tables like this. Like 10 feet up? Yeah. Unbelievable spot. But we're not done there. No. They make you think they're done there. Yeah, that's going to be it. Because they have replays of them as they have, like, officials run out to check. Yeah. Because Champa's dead. He's, he took a bunch of, like, unprotected chair shots to the knee without the brace. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it was it was real bad. And they, like, they, they kept, cu- they showed the replay, like, f- three or four times at least as officials check him. They, like, got him in a neck brace and, sh- like, strapped in to the yeah. fucking chair. And... Gargano wakes up from because the falls hurts him too. Yeah, and it's like, no, I'm not done yet. The match isn't over. No one has been declared a winner. Yeah, and he 
ducks Champa and throws him into the ring. <laughs> While fighting off people trying to save Champa. Multiple times. Not like, just pushing them, he is beating them the fuck down. There's there's a couple times like, oh, it's going to end with Gargano being taken out, but he breaks free multiple times. Just punching these refs and officials right in their faces. He's, he's not a bitch like Roman who can't beat U.S. Marshals. <laughs> Fuck, dude. U.S. Marshals is going to be a good meme for years to come. But he's fighting off these, like, the officials. And then, as I tell you, Johnny, you got to stop. And he handcuffs Champa. And it's like, all Champa can do now is just take the abuse, and he's just sort of beating the shit out of Champa. Yeah. After the officials have just given up. And... He puts him in the Gargano escape while he's in the handcuffs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's just beating him. And I don't remember what gets him out of the ring. Does he go to grab something? Something gets him out of the ring. And he's coming back. He comes up from hard cam side. Well, the side that is on that is on the ring. And that is the side where the ring is exposed. The wood of the ring is exposed. And he's coming in right there. Because I guess he was going to use it or something. Yeah. And as quick as you could imagine... Champa grabs him and DDTs him on the top of his head on the exposed ring wood. Rip. And then climbs on top of him with his hand still behind his back, handcuffed. And, like, it's just, like, face planted on top of Gargano and pins him. Oh, and. Unbelievable. He's, like, collapsed on top of Johnny, like, crying. Yeah. Like, so good. So. So. And everybody. Absolutely everybody in that arena is, is like, just upset. Just so pissed <laughs> off. You don't even get any sort of excitement when Champa wins, because it's not like you kick in some badass bad guy music. Yeah. You just hear the bell ring. Yeah. And then people in shock. Yeah. It was good. Um, and then Candace came out to check on Johnny, and Johnny's not moving... No, Johnny's dead. Johnny's, yeah, he's gone. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a remarkable thing, this feud. <laughs> it is a remarkable thing. It, it needs to, can, they need to settle it at main event at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, I'm sure ha the best way for them to do it is when they get, at first they like, they get called up on a superstar shakeup right after WrestleMania. Yeah. And they both get called up to the same brand, mm -hmm. and at the end of that show, like, I think like I've said, I might have maybe said something like this on the podcast of like them debuting by like a fight, like they're in Orlando or something, and it carries over from the performance center into the uh, arena, but what it should be is like, they both debut, like they do one of the shitty like, oh, these two are gonna be on the brand, because that's kind of hype killing, Yeah, but they can have it build into like main event, like they draft like them to raw or something mm -hmm. and it's Roman reigns and everyone's fucking bored mm -hmm. versus 
I don't know, maybe Randy Orton will be on Raw by that time. And people, okay. I'm sure people people will be, like, mixed on that. Yeah. And then... Mostly the, negative, I'd imagine. Roman's wrestling, so they're bored. Mm. And then you you could they, like, kill the crowd mics, and you can hear they cut to the Titantron, mm-hmm. and you see, like, officials running by and, like, some sort of clamoring. And it's them, and it, when it cuts away from that, it's them, like, rolling into the, <laughs> the arena, like, fighting. And... It, they basically end the match because it, like the ref has to go focus on something more important. Yeah, and like after we're like on the next night, they're like they do like some uncomfortable press no- announcement, like Paige being like because of what happened last night on Raw, Tommaso Ciampa is now on SmackDown, separate from Johnny Gargano. Yeah, and then build up for however long, and through some like shit talking on social media and like some cross brand interactions at pay per views. Both of them have t- have the main card titles. Main event WrestleMania. Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude. That that's would be insane. That's, that's how you need to settle is that they're both champions. And they both need to like fight it out. You need the belts just for like that extra yeah. wrestling layer of like they're both made it to the top without yeah. each other. But there's still that animosity. Yeah. I think the best way to do it at that I like the showing just them just showing up during a pay-per-view or something or during mania but the the coolest thing that i could imagine is like the roman and randy are like fighting each other whatever beach balls are out people are doing the wave and then spotlights hit the 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 curtain the stage and you see champa dragging gargano out by his hair with a crutch dragging behind him in the other hand that people would shut the fuck up real fast because but you need you need like that if they're good if they did like a dual debut you need the uh as as much as i'd probably cry if it was the middle of like a a main roster thing and i just heard rebel heart kick up i'd like jump up and be like yeah be like chipping out like (laughs) like e3 level like (laughs) bullshit but (laughs) but like with uh with that, but if you have just like there's no music mm-hmm. and it's just like him dragging out, it's just like really scary. Yeah, you, and it fits and, very well. And if you're a super mark and love WWE wrestling, you're going to be like, oh my god, it's Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> Where's Gargano? And if you're just someone who's there because you're like, I have money, I'll go to WrestleMania, or <laughs> I'm just watching this because it's WrestleMania, Super Bowl, WrestleMania Finals, World Series, blah blah. <laughs> yeah. Then you're like. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is horrifying. Is this guy dead? It, it it feels more natural than any sort of like bullshit like real life angles that they've tried to put into stuff. Yeah. Like when uh, Diamond Dallas Page was stalking the Undertaker's wife. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because fuck WCW. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. One of your top guys. He's a perv. Sorry. <laughs> um. But yeah. It. <laughs> Gar- Champa Gargano, ten out of ten, six stars, <laughs> ten stars. Let let these two wrestle for it. Yeah. So I guess we have to. Let's talk about Money in the Bank. <laughs> All right, Carl uh, Anderson and Luke Gallows could not beat the Bludgeon Brothers. You can't beat brothers with another brother. So maybe the Super <laughs> Mario Brothers could beat the the Bludgeon Brothers, but not the Good Brothers. <laughs> Mario, how did we become SmackDown the Tag Team of Champions? Oh, <laughs> uh, Ripley Albano. Oh. 
Yeah. Um, but Carl Anderson is impressing me during this dumb little thing that is not going to go anywhere. He's a good wrestler. Hashtag hot Asian wife. Um, they got another chance on SmackDown uh, later in the week, and they lost again. That one was more of a close match than this one. Yeah, that one was a, that one was a good match. Good brothers deserve better treatment in WWE. Uh, uh, Reform Bullet Club won. AJ Styles loses the championship. Yep. Yeah. Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Big Cass got fired next. <laughs> yep. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is hurt, so this was pretty much a squash match. Did you hear about that? Oh, he's injured? Yeah, he has some... It's. I think it was undisclosed last vertigo? time I checked. <laughs> fucking A. Yeah, he, Bobby Lashley gave him triple vertigo. He can't even open his fucking eyes anymore. Um, he, yeah. Uh, this is a bad feud to feel bad for Bobby Lashley. He's not doing anyone any favors. Yeah, it's... It's just making Sami Zayn seem like, seem like an asshole, an insensitive asshole. It's making Bobby Lashley, who's legit. I know I'm, I could get heat for this, but he's a legit main eventer, like size and build wise and everything. He just needs to have like a mouthpiece or something, because you know he's a nice guy. He has a nice guy's like voice. And maybe demeanor. maybe if you don't give him a mouthpiece, like at least he can look intimidating and he can scowl, Bobby. And, like and he can have like. His nice guy voice can still be menacing. Yeah. When he's like, I'm going to mess you up, Sammy. But, like, give give him, make him, like, the Hulk. Make yeah. him, like, in, in, like, promo segments, have him be a nice guy. And then, like, Sammy Zane comes out and is like, The Marines are dumb. <laughs> I hate America because I'm Canadian. And then he, like... He, he, even though they don't play it, you can hear the ding, 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 from his music yeah, yeah. play, and he just like gets serious and like pulls his shirt. Up. It's <laughs> he just gets into like super soldier mode. Like, I would like if they played his music when he goes into Hulk mode. Yeah, just like the Marines are dumb. <laughs> As it's like zooming in on his yeah. face, his eyebrows twitching. Yeah, Bobby Lashley could use a quick rework reboot. Um... Yeah, this sucks because I like both these guys. Yeah. Um, what's next? Um, Seth Rollins versus Elias. Yeah, that was a good match. It's good. Seth Rollins is good. Elias is pretty good. Uh, Elias is great. Um, your mom actually told me today that she really wanted Elias to become uh, Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, we're we're going to Raw with my mommy. <laughs> and Jory mommy take us to wrestling <laughs> and we're, we're just really hoping we could see Elias like do his thing with a belt around his waist yeah that would be great <laughs> but maybe they'll have Elias feud with Bobby Lashley I don't know <laughs> that'd be bad yeah that would be was more of a snoozer than either of these were <laughs> But this ended up being a good match because Elias is Elias is a good technical wrestling yeah. wrestler. His mat stuff's good. His like rest holds look convincing. Yeah. Collar and elbows good. Um, I bet him and uh, Rollins could probably wrestle better if they got a haircut. <laughs> yeah, neither of them can see anything in this picture right now. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it, I, I'm sure like. Maybe that's part of what helps with the oil, too, is it makes your hair, like, stick together and thins out so you, so can't you can see just, through it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't see through my hair yeah. very well right now, but... Um, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, but it was... They came close. I thought we're, we'd get, like, if, if Elias lost, it'd be because he disqualified himself. Like, he just pulled out the guitar 
and smacked Rollins across the face yeah. in the ring or something like that. But instead, Rollins won with some underhanded tactics by holding Elias's pants. Yeah. Which, kayfabe-wise, I don't know how that helps you get a pin, but whatever. Like, Harder for you to kick. Tighten um, it so you can't move your legs as much. Okay, actually, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm dumb. Uh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully Elias can move on to bigger and better things. Uh, uh, not Seth, that this is bad. But... Seth Rollins definitely is. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, <laughs> I know I'm in Chicago because I'm surrounded by a bunch of loudmouth scumbags who just want attention. That's not even good. Like, that's just, you could be talking about Toledo. Um, <laughs> there's a there's not much you can talk about with Chicago really your pizza sucks yeah, Chicago um, dogs are bad CM Punk is a loser I just I just want him to play uh, Cult of Personality on his guitar I, I'm sure he has thought of it but it's just license because you, like, you play that and then Vince has to pay yeah, um, okay the color. Of, I get that but also the amount of of crowd reaction that he'd get, Vince would, like, have the biggest fucking boner over it. Yeah. you think he'd be willing to pay yeah. that money. Yeah, I feel like And he'd, he'd probably be able to pay, pay even less because it's not the actual song. He's just playing a, a it's cover It's like the acoustic. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. But, You're right. God damn, I just, I want one there in Chicago for Elias to do that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um... Next up, it's Money in the Bank, after all. The Women's Money in the Bank ladder match between Lana, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, Charlotte Flair, Ember Moon, Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Boy, <laughs> this was a fast match. It's moved at about a mile a minute. It, there was so much going on during yeah. this. <laughs> a lot of stuff also seemed like just... I don't know, maybe it's just me with ladder matches, but when they're like setting up the ladders and they take like the extra time to make sure it's up, I'm just like, are you just stalling, dude? That's what a lot of this felt because they had the ladder set up pretty quick. Yeah. Um someone immediately like went for the I think it was Becky who was immediately just like, I'm getting yeah. this. Goodbye. And there was also the issue where they had some tiny ladders. <laughs> who was setting up the tiny ladder in the middle of the ring for a long time? Who was that? Was it didn't uh Alexa have it? No, Lana. It was Lon Lana. It was Lana was holding it. It was just her in the ring. And because camera perspective is fucked up, and it's mm -hmm. hard to tell sometimes. Because mm -hmm. if, if you don't have, like, something set up normally, it's the only reason I was able to tell that the ladder was small is like, that, looks, that doesn't look like the right amount of, like, steps on the ladder. She's holding a tiny ladder. Yeah. And... Because without the perspective of, like, big men, even with, like, Braun Strowman and everyone in there, the only reason you know Braun Strowman is big is because he's bigger than everyone. You don't know just how much, how big he is. Right, right. So, he could be, like, 5'7", and the rest are, like, 5 foot. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, they had a tiny ladder that was specifically so they could put uh, Ember Moon and Alexa Bliss into a small ladder. Yeah, because they're both shorties. Yeah. They're both short. They're both 5 foot and ember moon's like five one but she's probably <laughs> closer to five foot yeah but um uh sasha banks destroyed her body uh she does every time she wrestles <laughs> she absolutely oversells so much that i am like some, some <gasps> of the stuff seems like sells and some of it just seems like she's taking bad bumps because she's like trying to sell and it just gets bad like i can't remember if it was i think it was when she one tag team match she said where she just like smacked the back of her head on the apron yeah like the led apron like, yeah and then there was the one where she hit her like 
this whole area, like nose to like mouth on the apron doing a suicide dive. Yeah. And her feet got caught on the rope. So instead of going out, she went like this. Yeah. And her mouth hit the whole thing. And I was just like, <laughs> that's something I mentioned to my dad the first couple of times I actually sat and watched Raw. I was just like, this Sasha Banks girl is always bleeding from some part of her face at the end of the night. And he was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, she, she sells hard. Um... They, they they sure gave almost everyone their chance to touch the briefcase. Yeah, I think the only person who didn't was... Uh... No, I think everyone did. Mm. Naomi jumped onto a ladder like... Uh... Seth Rollins. Like Seth Rollins did at... Um... Was that Greatest Royal Rumble? Yeah. yeah that... I'm or... sure it's happened before, but yeah. in recent memory. But his was... Hers wasn't as smooth as his... Because yeah. the ladder was moving when she did. Rollins just like jumped up and like climbed up like they had a fucking right. ragged under. Um, is there any? Are there any other spots that you want to? There, there was a lot of resting during this one, like right away. Yeah, because women don't do fucked up body destroying matches like these. Yeah, so disappointment. Yeah, they made it seem like Becky was gonna get it. Stop. <laughs> exactly. Ouch. And then, uh, yeah, Alexa Bliss just kind of marched up there and like, haha, took I got it. it, and it got a huge pop. And I can't stop thinking about how she's just the female Roman Reigns. Yeah. Four titles in two years. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll get to it later, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, here's the thing is that there's a huge rumor before this match started that Natalia was in it because Natalia was going to win it. And I was like, I don't really love that, but Natalia's a veteran and she deserves it and she probably won't hold it for long and maybe she'll take a big break afterward. So if Natalia wasn't going to win, why the fuck wasn't Bailey in this match? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I got to see Bailey Instagram posts that she was watching at home. I got sad. Yeah, that makes me very sad. She, um, does, she does that whenever she's like not on Raw or something. Yeah. Like, she just posts, hey, I'm watching you guys. I'm like, oh. I felt really bad during the greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, like, yeah. It, it doesn't help that like it's it's not just like part of her early NXT character thing, but just how she is. She's been a huge fan of wrestling her whole life. Yeah. Like it's like she constantly posts pictures of her being like an awkward 17-year-old meeting John Cena or something. Yeah, like, yeah. She just really loves wrestling, and that's the thing, is that I think if I was on the road with WWE wrestling, if I got time off, if Vince or Creative or whoever were just like, hey Cam, go home for a couple weeks, we don't got anything for you. I First of all, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm losing my fucking job, I'm gonna have to wrestle an Impact, oh my god, Vince, <laughs> please, I'll do anything. Oh god, Vince, I'm gonna be Impact Champion in like a month after you release me, please, no. Please. Um, yeah, what? I I don't think I'd go home and watch. Yeah. I think I'd, I think I'd be like I don't need to watch this. I'll someone will text me what's going on. I'm only gonna be gone like two months, so not anything is gonna happen. You'll go sim in universe mode to see what yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you get this match. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm just like, okay. Somehow Roman wins the women's money in the bank. You're like, okay, universe. This mode. is the Nintendo Switch version after all. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so Alexa Bliss got the briefcase. Good for her. She's Miss Money in the Bank. 
What's next? Roman gender. People played with beach balls and did the wave. <laughs> Roman got him with the spear and the Superman punches. Oh, the best, the only, like, exceptional part about this is Sunil Singh came out in a bunch of, like, casts oh, and slings and in a wheelchair. So funny. And he, like, had trouble saying uh, modern-day Maharaja. Yeah, yeah, he, like, winced and grabbed his <laughs> yeah. neck every time he'd start to. And then in his ringside, and then fucking, when the ref wasn't looking, he, he helped gender cheat, because that's what he's there to do. Yeah. And then it it worked once, and then the next time he did it, both the ref and Roman caught him. And he's like, oh, I, I'm hurt. Ah. <laughs> so Roman Superman punched him into his chair. And even though it was a delay, it felt like a naked gun or like airplane yes, comedy yes, reaction. Because yes. he got punched, and then he like jumped back in the chair, and the chair flipped back. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know about Samir, but Sunil Singh is going to be... A heel valet for a very, very, very long time because he's very funny. He's very. I think. I think Sunil Singh you, is you, hilarious. You know, it'd be a. I. I just. This just popped in my brain when Bork retires because Vince is tired of him saying he's going to go to UFC. So he's just like, fine, I'm calling you bluff. So Paul Heyman needs something to do. They. I don't know how how well he can do this, but you get like a big Indian guy. So Sunil can be his valet mm-hmm. and translate, and then he translates to Paul Heyman, so Paul Heyman can say it in an exciting way. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. Oh my god, that's hilarious. And yes. every time Paul Heyman just looks upset that he has to be like, <laughs> the third mouth. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I like the idea of that. Uh... <laughs> Otherwise... Roman versus gender was Roman versus gender. He put the two least like people on the roster in one match. Yep. Congratulations. He got Roman over. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> yeah. You, I think you got the wave over more than anything. Um, oh boy. <laughs> oh. Okay. SmackDown Women's Championship match between Carmella and Asuka. Um... Road Dog realized no one likes Carmella, so he had to bring someone else back to help her out. And that someone else is the ugliest man who's ever lived, James <laughs> Ellsworth. I mean, I think even though I didn't want it to happen, that would have been a better outcome than what actually did happen. It would have been better if Oscar was like, what's going on and confused? And she seemed almost like unnerved by it. And then if Carmella would have gotten like a quick roll-up pin... That would have been fine. But yeah. no, he revealed himself to be James Ellsworth, and she's like, that man has no chin! Yeah. And then Carmella kicked him, kicked her and got a pin. Yeah, I, if there's anything I like about this, I like the idea of Asuka being startled by seeing herself. Yeah. Like, like she <laughs> embodies some sort of spirit with the robe and the mask, yeah. and then she sees it and she's like, Wait. It's come for me. No. <laughs> I possess it. It's not. No. Yeah. Um, I I liked that, but I don't like the rest of it. They just, they just realized that no one likes Carmel. They were chanting during this match. They're going, Ellsworth. Yeah. Ellsworth. Because Carmel's not a great wrestler. So. 
I mean... She's a good mouthpiece. She's yeah. a great talker. She's good at... Her Bart Simpson laugh is great. Um, <laughs> She's good at moonwalking and, and trash, trash talking. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to uh, see. Maybe Ellsworth will help Oscar cheat because he can't, comes back and he's like, you know... I thought if I helped you out, you'd be nice to me again. And she's like, ha, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably going to happen. And then Ellsworth, like, becomes a, a groupie for Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh, that'd be weird. Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk about Nakamura Styles 10. Oh, excuse me. I think it's just the fifth one. Um, the last man standing match. Jory, Vince likes white people. <laughs> I mean, I mean Nakamura took a lot, so they at least gave him that. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the spots for this anymore because we've talked about this match like five times already. It's, it's not bad. It's just like that. Like that dumb Twitter thing said is like, what what was it? Where it was like it was a joke about like you want it, well here it fucking is. And it had <laughs> yeah. all the pictures of the matches. I mean, at this point, it's like Jesus. And dude. you just do the or like do it like a galaxy brain. Yeah, each one just getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. Um. And this is the end of it, right? Yeah, you watch SmackDown, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the end of it. Yeah. I think it is. I think the rumor about there being another one at Extreme Rules is bullshit. Mm. I don't think that's actually going to happen. This is like the end, probably. There was just a lot of neat spots. Like, Nakamura, like like you mentioned with Lars Sullivan selling his face, Nakamura is even better. Yeah. When he went for the low blow on Styles and the mist. And then he immediately went into like pity. Please, please yes. no. I'm sorry. Please God. <laughs> yeah. Styles clash on the floor. That's probably the one spot. Jesus where I was fucking like... Christ! He could have just fucking killed oh, Nakamura. And man. the fact that Nakamura took an unprotected headshot from a chair in this match, I feel like, I feel like that is just, <laughs> woo. Yikes. Oh. And the Kinshasa across the tables. Yeah, that was nuts. That was real good. And that had to have been, like, scary for Nakamura to do, too. Yeah. Because, like, it almost looked like he lost balance and just fell in between the tables. Yeah. Have you, have you always noticed that whenever they do stuff through the tables at pay-per-views, they do it through the, like, foreign announcer tables? Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> they don't... <laughs> They don't show that table usually. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know what I thought of during that, and I didn't say it, um, you know in Mario games when you can just run fast enough to go over the gaps? <laughs> That's definitely what happened. Yeah. 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 That's, I'm not proud of it, but that is definitely the first thing that came to my mind while that was happening. Um. It, it, it was, it was very, very good. Maybe... I, the only thing I can hope for is if they're not going to continue it and they have a very clear thing of what they might be doing with Nakamura is maybe they'll um, have him like interrupt style of matches. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking too. But the thing that happened on Tuesday with Jeff Hardy, 
Yeah. As a result of the Jeff Hardy thing. That that makes and plus watching part of the um the Hardy's twenty four, Jeff's probably in a ton of pain. Yeah. And um Nakamura needs a belt. Yeah. So <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. Um Yeah. So AJ Styles needs another contender. Yeah, we're gonna be getting uh TNA rematches for a while now. <laughs> um, because like we said with SmackDown, it was just Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles sitting around a, a like conspiracy chart of all the uh, active roster members, and they're like, "So, who who do you want to wrestle, guys?" <laughs> um, yeah, we can just talk about it right here if you want. The thing from SmackDown. Oh yeah, Rusev won a gauntlet match. <laughs> he's the number one contender, and he gets a championship match at uh, Extreme Rules. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, it just feels like here you fuckers go. You like him. <laughs> he's not gonna belt. He's not gonna win. But if he wins next month, I will. I will be pissed. <laughs> I will be pissed that all these other awesome people who should be winning things aren't. And Rusev does, but I'll also be happy. I won't be like mad like Rusev shouldn't have. I'll just be like, he'll give him. Maybe he'll lose, and then he'll rematch at SummerSlam in like a fatal four way with Daniel Bryan <laughs> and Samoa Joe. I believe that actually. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, that that could have been good. Ronda Rousey's a good wrestler. Yeah, she's a natural at wrestling, just like Kurt Angle was. Yeah. Her selling is good. Do you remember when she backed up against the ropes and fell through them? Yeah, that was very. I just funny. I, I want to know if that was intentional or not. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like it was. I it, I don't think it would be because they're not selling her like she's green to it. Yeah. Like if they're selling it like, I know you've been in MMA, but wrestling's a little different, and she's yeah. fucking up a bunch. Yeah, I think she just went to like grab the ropes and be like. Not neat, but um, she just <laughs> fell through, so. Yeah. And Nia Jax got locked in the armbar, but was able to break out of it. Yeah. We got good spots. We get, just both of them were putting putting on a good show. For, for Nia Jax, Rousey, which I'm sure most people were like, well, Nia can't wrestle and Rousey's new. It was good. The mm. match itself was good. Um, But then... Uh, well, someone won a Money in the Bank contract earlier that night. Her name is Alexa Bliss. And she came out to ruin our day even more. Like, part, part of me is upset that it's just that she's back being champion again. But I'm also upset that months worth of anticipation and buildup is just gone because they used it in the same night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me being a big baby. That's me after getting out of Civil War being like, they shouldn't have said Spider-Man was going to be in this movie. But I agree with that. And I'm <laughs> a giant baby about that also, yeah. But like, like, I don't know about you, but SmackDown after WrestleMania, Charlotte Flair gets the shit kicked out of her by the Iconics. And then you hear Carmella's music kick in. And I'm like jumping up like, oh my god! Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> like, But I guess doing it in the same night's pretty cool. That hasn't happened often. Yeah. 
So I probably would have been more excited if someone else won it. Me too. <laughs> yeah, if it was Ember Moon who did it yeah. the same night, that would have been yeah. <laughs> See, we're just grumpy. Yeah. Um So Bliss beat the shit out of Rousey with the with the briefcase and then hit a twisted bliss on Jax. Yeah. And she's champion again. Yeah. And it wasn't even a triple threat match because the match didn't end before she cashed. The, the match she ended the match. She didn't cash in, and then quit. yeah, she she DQ'd it by interfering. Yeah, which that's smart. Yeah, smart that heel tactic. Yeah, that's good. Maybe if Ronda Rousey would have woke up, she could have fought back. A yeah. disqual- do you think would that end in a disqualification? Do you think? I'm not sure. Man, cashing in and having it end in a disqualification would be ridiculous. I don't think they'd book it that way because I think if I was watching and that happened, I'd be Cancel pissed. Cancel the subscription. <laughs> I would be pissed. Cancel the subscription, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fried. Um, all right, so now we have... The men's Money in the Bank ladder match. We've got Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens... Bobby Roode, Braun Strowman, The Miz, Rusev, Finn Balor, and a member of the New Day. Who's it gonna be, Jory? Is it Biggie? Oh, no, wait. Xavier Woods stopped him from walking down the ramp. It's Xavier Woods. He's ripping his shirt off to get... Oh, his chest says Kofi. It's Kofi. Because Kofi's been in seven of these. And he's good in ladder matches. He's good in gimmick matches that allow him to jump around. (laughs) And just be goofy. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I all oh, to to build up for this match. In be- they had like some backstage segments of Kevin Owens just begging other people in the match to team up with him to take out Braun Strowman. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, realistically, he like b- tried bribing the New Day with pancakes and syrup, mm-hmm. and then he said he's glad they changed it to IHOP, which they were like. That was the worst thing they've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Since they came to the main, <laughs> since they came to re- WWE, that is the worst thing anyone has ever told them. Yeah. Which I agree. <laughs> and even though he, no one was like, "Dude, we're not going to help you out," they all just teamed up on Braun at the beginning. Yeah, they, they all did anyway. <laughs> Which was real they funny. They all helped him anyway because they kicked the shit out of him, and then they kicked the shit out of him up the ramp. <laughs> And, and they fucking for, buried him under ladders. For the last month, they've had all those ladders at the yeah, top of the ramp. Yeah, And they just collapsed all of them on it. And, <laughs> and I'm sure that some grumpy guy on Reddit, is, on the live thread, is like, Ha ha, they're burying Strowman like they bury all their good talent. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. And then, while they're doing this, it cuts back to the ring, and it's just the Miz, like, standing in there by himself with that dumb Miz look on his face. <laughs> that, like, slightly overbite buck teeth was like... <laughs> slightly overbite buck teeth! Oh my god! Because that's, that's what yeah! he looks like! Yeah! <laughs> and he, like, he looks up, and he realizes he can, and he sets the ladder up. And he gets all the way up, and I think Samoa Joe, like... <laughs> Samoa Joe beeline into the ring like, to push the fucking left. Quarterback charges his way down and knocks oh him over. Oh my god, the description of... The, yeah, that has to be a face that he's making. It's so funny. I didn't realize it was as funny as it was until you <laughs> described it, and now I feel like I'm bullying the Miz on our podcast. I think he purposely has, like, a dumb look on his face yeah, when he does something like so that. so good. The Miz is so good. Okage Miz. Also, did you notice, did you, did you notice 
on Sunday. The Miz just looks like Tilly with spiked hair. <laughs> kind of, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, now you have to get a picture of Tilly and a picture of the Miz and compare them <laughs> on the on the Twitter. But um, yeah. So, are there are there any other wild ass spots from this? Coup de gras know? off the top of a ladder and, and literally kills Bobby Roode. Yeah, wasn't Bobby Roode also on a ladder? Or was no. he like okay? No, he wasn't on a ladder. That's what he did the last ladder match. He coup de gras on a ladder. Yeah, but. Holy shit! Like when he's climbing up, I said that, and you're like, "No, he's not going to do that." Yeah. And it's like, I didn't think he actually would because, fuck, the way you do that is bad. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna seriously have a severe ankle the, injury. The only a coup de gras. the only thing I can think of as to why it didn't fuck him up as bad is maybe the way you do it is you stay like that and then you extend after you've made it, contact. Um. It looked like he he went from going completely vertical to like leaning at the end. Yeah. So he kind of like didn't put all of his the weight of his legs yeah. on there. So yeah. Um, I mean, he killed Bobby Roode because Bobby Roode didn't do shit this match. Yeah, Bob, Bob, well, I mean, was he going to ever? I don't know. Maybe he has like crazy like ladder death matches in TNA. <laughs> Could. <laughs> Could um, I don't I can't say. So the other thing I want to talk about from this match is Kevin Owens dying. <laughs> He's been tweeting about it on Twitter. It's really funny. Good, <laughs> good. He definitely um, he, went he definitely the... seemed fine on Raw, but yeah. <laughs> he uh, he went through the same tables that Champa did. Yeah, they had the same fucking laptop, the same like there. MacBook from two thousand five, just sitting on that fucking table. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he was climbing the ladder because he put Braun on some tables underneath the ladder. Like and three was, of them put yeah, Braun on the tables. Yeah, it was a huge ladder. Um, that was a that was a really tall ladder. And he, Kevin Owens, is at the top, like having that look on his face. And he's like, "Yeah, like do do it, do it." Yeah, the the questionable Kevin. <laughs> um, and then Braun just sits up and climbs the ladder and from the other side throws Kevin Owens down through After the table. Kevin Owens is begging, Braun, yeah. you don't want to do this. Braun, I'm not going to win. You don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to win. That's hilarious. <laughs> and we didn't see Kevin for the rest of the match. No, he's dead. He's just dead. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he, he's been on Twitter. He's been tweeting about wanting to see Shania Twain when he's in, like, Montreal or something. And how he really wants... He reactivated his Twitter just to tweet at her and tell her to play this one song. <laughs> <laughs> and in between, like, stuff of her tweeting at he's like, I think that I think that fall hurt me more... Messed me up more than I thought it did at first. With, like, a frowny face. <laughs> and then his... Because Kevin Owens is a master at Twitter. Yes, he is. Yeah, <laughs> he has is. the picture. He has a picture of him like mid flip after getting hit with a, like a charging tackle from <laughs> Braun. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because he's just a victim. Yeah. If Shania Twain sees that, then she'll definitely play that song for him. Yeah. <laughs> um. <But. laughs> is there any more you want to talk about uh, specifically from this ladder match? I want to talk about Rusev almost accolading three people at once. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, and someone else? The Miz? The Miz. Kofi. Kofi. It was Kofi, yeah. Yeah. 
Because he had Finn Balor and Bobby Roode in a double accolade. Yes, which is insane. <laughs> and then someone came up to, like, stop him. Someone, like, hammered him on the back. And then he, like, stood up, like, what are you doing? And, and then, just... like, Machka kicked them and then <laughs> threw them in the pile. And he didn't get to do the triple accolade for long. But I want to take this further. I want I want Rusev to put six people in an accolade at the same time. I want him to put someone in the, in the accolade with a ladder. Oh, <laughs> I want I want him to put someone in an accolade with every single weapon. A kendo stick. And then when he wins the title, after they hand him the title, he puts them in in the accolade, accolade with, with the, the belt. Title. I want him to put someone in the accolade with Lana. <laughs> That's that's as far as I want that to go. And she's just like smiling. Yeah, <laughs> She's like model posing. Yes, yeah, that would be great. Um, but when Strowman got on the ladder, that was pretty much it. Sort of, because Finn Balor was on the other side. Yeah. And then Kofi jumped up on his back. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, was he close to grabbing it. Jesus. Oh, he was <laughs> that so would have been incredible. If Kofi... Because if Kofi would have grabbed it, you still could have had Braun Strowman be strong and running power slam him off the top of the ladder. Kofi still has a briefcase, and you have someone who's not... who doesn't need the briefcase with the briefcase. Yeah. And Kofi, Kofi having the briefcase would be hype as fuck. Yeah. That would be insanely hype. The New Day having the briefcase because, in their stable would be great. Because they, they'd have fun with it. You could have, like... Uh, this is probably one of the things... I just imagine them treating, doing, like, a weird, like, undercover things, almost. Like, when he cashes in, you get the, it's a new day, yes it is, and it's just Biggie and Woods wheeling out, like, a giant cart of pancakes <laughs> with a drape under it, and everyone's like, what's going on? And then Kofi pops out from under and cashes in. Yeah, <laughs> and like, people could completely forget that he has that, and if they just don't see Kofi, they're like... You know, like most people are gonna know, but some people are like, "Why are the New Day during here during this Styles Joe match? What's happening?" <laughs> yeah. And then he just like pops out of a fucking barrel of pancakes and <laughs> wins the title. Oh my god! Okay. Or he goes to cash in what looks like Money in the Bank. They won't show you what the briefcase is, and he hands it to the ref, and he opens it up, and there's pancakes, and then you see the briefcase, and it says "Pancakes in the Bank." <laughs> Like, I just expect for the briefcase to be a pancake, just the shape of a pancake. <laughs> and when you open it, there's more pancakes inside. And then Paige is like, what did you do with the money in the bank, Kofi? And he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I cashed it in I and made IHOP IHOP. <laughs> I cashed it in on the CEO of IHOP. <laughs> I own IHOP now. Every big event needs money in the bank now. Absolutely. Money e 3 needs money in the bank. Money in the bank at... Uh, Summer Games done quick. Uh, John Numbers is doing a Mario Maker speed run, and Narcissa runs in with, with the money bank, cashes it in on, with the <laughs> with the fucking person doing the uh, doing the donations, and they're just like, uh, "I Narcissa's cashing in money in the bank." I know, and then she just like takes John Numbers out of the chair and just starts doing the run. And, w R W R. <laughs> That would be great. Everything needs money in the bank. Everything needs money in the bank. Absolutely everything. I would also like for E3 to have money in the bank, so when Sony's showing off Death Stranding, Phil Spencer can come out to the he sound of an Xbox starting. He cashes in and buys Kojima. He yeah. Buys, like, he cashes in and Machka kicks 
fucking uh, Shuhei Yoshida, and then they just own Kojima Productions. <laughs> that would be great. And Re- like Re- Reggie runs out with him like clapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is for crossplay. Yeah, absolutely. Phil Spencer is Rusev, and Reggie is Aiden English. Absolutely, <laughs> it's crossplay day. <laughs> yeah, eat shit, Sony. Um, so yeah, someone who doesn't ha- need the Money in the Bank briefcase now has it. Yeah, and Braun Strowman has lost to Brock Lesnar like three or four times. So what makes this time different? Nothing. This time is is a briefcase to cash in. So yeah. this could have gone to any of these other men. <laughs> you know, as soon as I was talking about it with my with my mom because mm-hmm. she mentioned like why we'll just get into Raw now. Uh, sure. Seth Rollins lost his title to Dolph Ziggler, and she's yeah. like, "Why did he lose to Dolph Ziggler and not Elias?" And I was like, she asked me that too. Part of it is I think Dolph Ziggler having two he- to break up their tag team because they realized. AOP isn't getting the attention they want to debut them right. Yeah. The B team is going to be way more hype than Ziggler McIntyre. Yeah. And Ziggler McIntyre's team, the thing they have built around it is built for jealousy. So yeah. you have Drew McIntyre, Claymore, Dolph Ziggler next week when he relinquishes the title because we don't deserve Drew, Dolph Ziggler. And <laughs> 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 but what what I this is something that wouldn't happen because they're not going to bury him but they put seth rollins up against brock at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. and he goes in for the blackout on brock and then we hear braun and he stops looks up the ramp and then braun Strowman runs down and cashes in and then it's a triple threat uh-huh kind of like when seth rollins cashed in at wrestlemania yeah. and then seth rollins wins anyway i like that because <laughs> This is because Seth Rollins is definitely more over than Braun. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I would say they're equal. I would say they're probably people equal. are more interested when Seth Rollins is wrestling, at least because he, he because does he puts stuff. on good matches. Yeah, Braun so, puts on big man. I power slam you. So you have that happen because it's a reverse. Because you think, oh, they're gonna do with Seth Rollins what he did to Brock and Roman. Yeah, but they'll probably do that and have Braun win. <laughs> They'll probably I see them doing that and having Brock win. <laughs> I see I see the blackout being interrupted by Braun and then Braun marching down like a giant baby, cashing in. He doesn't even cash in, he doesn't do the slap it, he just throws the briefcase at the ref and the ref goes, Okay. No, he doesn't he he just like cash it and as he's like at the bottom of the ramp he tosses it over and over they, to the timekeepers area yeah, so they can have it. Like, Braun Strowman is cashing in, making this a triple threat match. And then... And then he F5s both of them at the same yeah. time. <laughs> and then German suplex... He counters a running power slam into a German suplex. Yeah. And then R- Rollins sets up a blackout, and mm-hmm. then he German suplexes him into a... Sp- and then into Braun, mm-hmm. but Braun's outside the ring, so he, like, German suplexes <laughs> Seth Rollins doing... In- an accidental suicide dive on DeBron. And everybody loves it. Especially me. <laughs> and then Brock Lesnar, like, smiles. He's like, I need to see a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to work very much. Um, yeah. I could just see Brock winning. But, um, you didn't watch Raw, did you? I watched, like, 
five minutes of it, I saw Ronda Rousey throw Kurt Angle and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that was good. Did you see the little girl who cried as a result of that in the crowd? There's a little girl. There was a little girl who was wearing like Alexa Bliss shirt and like the gloves and everything, and she had like a bow in her hair, and That's she was funny. just crying, and That's her dad really was laughing. Yeah. Um, was, oh, what what was I watching with my mom? I think they might have just shown it in like one of the Miz's things, but my mom saw Miz Girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> Miz Girl's great. Yeah, Miz Girl is great. <laughs> <laughs> this girl needs to sign a contract with the performance center <laughs> she she can be izzy's rival yeah perfect. <laughs> actually that miss girl thing happened in like 2000 and it's like 10 years ago yeah so miss girl is probably a mom <laughs> i mean she was probably 10 when it happened right maybe she's, she's definitely like an adult now she's like miss girl's like our age close probably yeah wait how old are we I, f- I don't know. I, I forget. We're, we're man children. That's for- all that matters. I forget that I'm old, yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's, but it's, I don't know. Maybe Brock will still keep the title at SummerSlam. The only thing I, the only things I can think of besides, like, they wanted to beat CM Punk's reign is that they want to add, like, tenure to the title. And who had it was, yeah, cause it's had new. it a long time. Yeah. But it doesn't work if he he's defended it, like, a single-digit amount of times. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Um, and no one can beat him. Yeah. Uh, in terms of Raw this week, I didn't. we didn't watch Raw last week. Yeah, because E3. I, yeah, because video games. I guess the Riot Squad beat the shit out of Bailey and then drew an R on her stomach with, like, a marker? Because they're the Gotham City Sirens for real now? Oh. And during a lot of stuff this week, um, like, Liv Morgan would ride around on Sarah Logan's back. So, they're just bad guys. And, like, they, they they're saw... just taking it to another level? Yeah, and yeah. And making it more interesting they're, now. They absolutely are making it more interesting. They were, like, production assistants doing something, and Ruby was like, get out of here. What are you guys doing? Get, get the hell away and she like knocked all their shit over and like shoved them away and they were all laughing and there was a mirror and ruby drew an r in it and the way it was was like perfect because you could see all of their reflections in the mirror and it looked really good i think the riot squad is fixed hmm. yeah on the path to being fixed i don't want to get too maybe that. that drawing will make bailey evil hell yeah <laughs> that would be good um yeah, and then Sasha and Bailey teamed up to fight the Riot Squad. And then did and they argue some more? They lost, yeah, which turned to Sasha being like, hey, you suck. And um, as... Go back to NXT like the rumors say. <laughs> yeah, and as as Sasha was leaving, uh, Bailey was like, hey, I'm not done talking to you. Because like, there was a thing before the match between them where it was like, I'm sorry you lost at uh, Money in the Bank. And Sasha was like, okay, it's okay. And you know, we're still friends. And then they teamed up. And then after the match, there was a thing of them backstage fighting. Where, like, Sasha threw her into, like, roadie equipment stuff. Oh. And um, then the, we, you cut to commercial and you came back and Sasha was leaving with her shit, like, with her suitcase. And Bailey was like, stop, I'm not done with you. And then she Sasha put her suitcase in the back of the car. And Bailey threw a water bottle at the car as it drove away. So it's not doing anything new. There's just more of it. Hmm. 
So they're going to do something with it. Maybe. Maybe they'll have a match at Extreme Rules. Maybe they'll have a match at SummerSlam in the same building where they had the Incredible Takeover Brooklyn match. That's what I think. That makes sense. I I like that idea. And if Vince watches NXT, he doesn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He definitely doesn't. He watches watches view counts go up and, like, ratings go up. He he ignores it because he's not making enough money. But... True. With Champa Gargano, you can have a feud that doesn't have a belt involved and it's still like enticing, yeah. yeah, still enthralling. Absolutely. Also, I was thinking about because I saw that Ronda Rousey got a thirty-day suspension. Yep. And because part of, of what, what that did. is is because so she doesn't have to appear on broadcast. And also because they don't want us to see her in person. Yeah. Um, but probably because of that movie, right? There's a movie that she's going to be in. Oh, yeah. And it's prob- she has to do, like, a press tour. She probably has to do, like, the premiere and all that yeah. shit, yeah. But it's probably... It's that... And I was thinking, oh, of course she doesn't have to be on pay-per-views. And it's a little upsetting she doesn't do broadcast stuff. But I've realized it in my brain be- that they do it because she's still a big draw. So they want to drive up network subscriptions. So if you hear Ronda Rousey's going to have a match on the network, can't see her on TV, you can only see it on the network, subscribe to the network. Yeah. Her next thing's probably going to be SummerSlam against Alexa Bliss, I imagine. Don't think it's going to make it to Extreme Rules even? No. I think <laughs> I don't think she'll... I think she'll only be on big pay-per-views for a while, like Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, uh I think she'll be the Mania. second winner of the Women's Royal Rumble? No. I, I don't... <laughs> she'll she has the title by she, that, Yeah, by she then. doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble. That's too much. I mean, how many did Stone Cold win? <laughs> like three? That's an insane amount, yeah. Uh, even having two Royal Rumble wins is nuts to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what else happened? Oh, the B-team pretended to be uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. That's fun. Yeah. They, like, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy beat, like, I don't remember what tag team it was that they beat in just a whatever match. And um, a thing appeared, and it was Curtis Axel trying to do the, yeah, and he was just doing it very poorly, and then he had, like, the big hair with, like, the streak and everything. Mm. And then my favorite part about this was Bo Dallas pretending to be Bray Wyatt, which is him just cosplaying as his brother. Yeah! <laughs> so, and then at the end of, like, pretending to be them, Bo was like, oh, forget this, and he had, like, a, a weird, like, must, fake must, or a beard on and he like pulled it down and he was like we're the b team we're undefeated and we're coming for you uh bray wyatt and matt hardy and then uh curtis said something dumb and uh they didn't know how to leave so they just they were like just just crouch down just crouch just keep looking in the camera and crouch it was very funny they're they're super funny um yeah dad it we talked about uh, Rollins and Elias. Yeah. Oh, SmackDown. Um, no Almas. No Almas. The Sanity debut. Very weird Sanity debut. I guess. That was a good debut it, for the most part. Yeah, I wish the match would have went on for a little bit longer. Yeah, but it's only two hours. True. <laughs> I, I wish there was a match. I know you would build them as being strong early because they're new. Yeah. But I wish there would have been a little bit more. They showed they they did like a really good job of showing like their crazy tag team. Yeah, yeah, I I liked they let the uh, Usos cut their last good promo they'll ever get to cut. Yep, until um, they make Samoan Shield with Roman. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, um, 
the big dog penitentiary. <laughs> as long as Naomi can be in it too. Yeah. But um, they they cut a promo because like we're never gonna have the titles again. I'm sorry, guys. And then San- the Sanity came out to the most bonkers fucking camera work on Holy main roster. Shit, yeah. It felt like watching like. If it didn't even like I that's just feel it kind of feels like attitude era camera work, but even more so, it feels like pre attitude era. It felt work. like video game. Yeah, like when you because yeah. when because the entrances they do like goofy stuff in the games, yeah. so it felt like that. Yeah, it was like disorienting. Yeah, it 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 was okay. The only thing I'm upset about is that when the music drops at that one point when they're all in the apron yeah. and then they turn. The guy, the cameraman, missed it. Yeah, he was just focused on Eric Young, but he needs to zoom all the way out to get that. And yeah, he, did, he just only got Eric Young. But um, it'll be good when Nikki's there, which will hopefully be soon. Yeah, and I was. This won't happen. But what if there was a mixed match challenge with two members of Sanity and Nikki Cross and Usos and Naomi? Six man it. Mixed Hell challenge. yeah, that'd, that'd be, be good. cool. Yeah, it'd be it'd be kind of annoying to see because it's like there's two guys, and then if none of the guys want to do anything, they just tag yeah <laughs> but <clears throat> that'd be cool that would be cool i think even sanity being in the mixed match challenge at all would be cool here, here here's a fun here's a fun joke that i'm giving to you creative naomi twerks in nikki cross's face and it's the only thing that makes nikki like upset <laughs> she like she's smiling at first because she thinks she's about to get beat up and then as naomi is shaking her ass in front of nikki cross's face she's like pushes yeah. like hit me yeah the the you get a zoom in on Nikki's face and it turns from laugh and smile to anger. And, and, she, and then she starts beating the shit out of Naomi. That'd be great. Yeah. Sorry, Naomi. Not, yeah. They'll probably <laughs> win anyway. Yeah. Um, what else did we have on SmackDown? Oh, the gauntlet match. Yeah. That's what most of SmackDown... Oh, no. There was uh, Billy Kay versus Becky Lynch. That was good. And really all I want to say about that is that the Super Show in Australia is going to be cool because I feel like that's going to be a really good homecoming for uh, the Iconics. Yeah. They're already super over. Merch sales are good. And maybe they'll let them do something like the New Day hosting WrestleMania. Yeah. Or maybe they'll put the belt on Billy Kay. Like, that's... Or happening. A man can dream. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, they're not from America, Cameron true it's and not, also it's not triple h booking cameron fuck it's road dog <laughs> just gonna be a 90 woman tag um dakota kai is from new zealand right yeah she's a kiwi it's not the same thing close enough just do it yeah people just subscribe to the network aren't gonna know the difference yeah just just do it just be like she's from new zealand which is near this place like, i'm sure half the people watching think that the iconics and Paige were like next door neighbors <laughs> probably so <laughs> yeah, probably um we we got ellsworth and carmella oh yeah so maybe oscar and carmella are gonna have a rematch i think that will continue yeah because oscar came out and like kicked oscar uh, that was really funny they need to have more of like because they had ellsworth come out and oscar's attire and immediately yeah. i was like at first i was like oh shit she's gonna come and kick a ass for talking shit and, very, and then immediately i was like that's too big to be oscar yeah, that's that's too like big and awkwardly shaped to be oscar and yeah that, somehow the mask doesn't have a chin either yeah. 
But then Asuka, like, get, her music hit again after they were talking shit. And Asuka was, like, marching down the ramp. Like, <laughs> yeah, just pissed off. Screaming in Japanese, which is always really funny when yeah. she does that. Yeah. Um, I think this will continue, yeah. I definitely think it's going to continue. Um, hopefully Asuka comes out on top somehow. Yeah! Hopefully. What else is SmackDown going to do? Um, a gauntlet match. Between men. Okay, yeah, and they've got only got an hour. Let's take up half of it. Yeah, sure. That's what. That's immediately why. What, what I thought. I was like, the gauntlet match took up like half of Raw when they did that in February. How are they gonna do that? Remember when the women's gauntlet match was like twenty minutes on Raw? Oh, the one with Mickey James. Yeah. Where's like Mickey James minutes. at? Mickey James is dead. She's at home with her kid. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> y- yeah. Mommy, why aren't you at this one? Because we need to be all the Chief Collection on Legendary. Because <laughs> uh, Mommy already did things like this in one titles, but I don't want you to watch that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we started the gauntlet match with Daniel Bryan against Biggie. Yeah. That was good. It was. Uh, that, was a, that was actually a really good match. Biggie, they all deserve singles pushes. Yeah. Was, I think that's what I told you during SmackDown. I was like, I can't believe that these guys are so selfless that... They put aside having potentially like world title single pushes to mm. be a a cool team together. That's so, good. So I I I just had this thought in my brain because we watched that photo shoot with the Godfather. Yeah. Build time machine. Put Biggie back in time. Put him in the nation of domination. Build a time machine. <laughs> Send Biggie back in time, put him in Nation of Domination, and Kofi. Xavier, it's nothing against Xavier. He's cut, he's a good wrestler, but when the Nation of Domination is cutting a promo, and you have all of these deep voices... Yeah, exactly, (laughs) yes. Yeah. But, yeah, they they had a good match, and it lasted longer than I thought he would against Biggie. Yeah. Um, Biggie's good. Who came out next after Daniel Bryan beat Big E? Wasn't it Joe? It was Joe. Yeah. And, and then... The Ring hip- of Honor brought yeah. back to life. <laughs> and they not had... it's dead. <laughs> Ring of Honor's not dead. You go watch Ring of Honor, damn it. <laughs> you can. Yeah. If you b- truly feel like it. Yeah, you go watch Ring of Honor. If you're caught up on Impact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ring of Honor's like one show every four months or whatever they do. Um, yeah... So Samoa Joe came out, and that was uh, that was wild. That was just them yeah. trying to put each other in submission holds the yeah. whole time. And then Samoa Joe got counted out, which was weird. Yeah, I thought that was pretty uh, funny. It was it was interesting, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, he was too focused on the coquina clutch to because he's like trying to get Brian to tap out, but he's like, "Fuck, I can't." He's not going to tap out. Yeah, before so. I was kind of um, hoping it ended in a double count out and then just both The Miz and Rusev would run out. <laughs> but, uh, and then Daniel Bryan, since Daniel Bryan was in the ring, the Bludgeon Brothers popped up and attacked him because they don't like, it's six foot versus 5'11". They don't like people <laughs> shorter than them. Yeah, um, yeah, because he, I guess he interrupted them after they were leaving because of the match with the Good Brothers. Yeah, maybe because, the only thing I can think of is they're going to set up Daniel Bryan and someone else against the Bludgeon Brothers because they need someone to fill in time. That's the way to get people to care about the tag division is make Daniel Bryan a tag champion. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah. Put, put Daniel Bryan in sanity. <laughs> I mean, if he just screams yes the whole time, he fits right in. <laughs> yeah. Um, who was next? The Miz. Yeah, The Miz. Oh, beca- and because Daniel Bryan was pretty much incapacitated. He, he just ran in. As soon as he jumped in the ring, I was like, skull-crushing finale! <laughs> skull-crushing <laughs> finale! <laughs> and then he pinned him. And then as, after he pinned Daniel Bryan, Rusev's music hit, and he, he got that look on his face. He's like, oh no, yeah. I gotta fight Rusev. <laughs> and guess who won? <laughs> Rusev got the accolade. Yeah. Yeah. So Rusev is gonna get to face AJ Styles for Rusev the- Day! Extreme Rules is going to be Rusev Day. Rusev Day. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. But I'd like it. So is it going to be a regular match or because it's Extreme Rules it's going to be a crazy match? I think it's just going to be regular. I think it's one of those things where it's like, like CZW. I want him to put Styles in an accolade with the cha- with like a, the stairs. <laughs> Rip Styles. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, put Rusev back in time and have him uh, put some put someone in the accolade with one of the PVM monitors they had at the announcer <laughs> table. Oh fuck! Ow! Because not only because it's like forty pounds, but <laughs> yeah, they're really heavy. I don't. <laughs> Looking back on that, that's a workout in itself. Clearing that table. <laughs> um. So also build the time machine and send Rusev and Lana back to that dude era. Oh, so they can have sex in the ring? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, uh, I think their whole thing with the Russian, ravishing, ravishing Russian and the Bulgarian brute, I think that'd be good. I I'd, think it works better now because Russia's more of a thing than it was. In the, you'd have to send them back to like the 80s. You'd have to have... Ooh, that'd be you'd good You'd have too. to have Alana and Rusev like come out saying they hate America and she loves the USSR and then have Hulk Hogan come out, I am a real American. Rusev would be such a good bad guy for Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Except really I feel cool. like that's scary because you've watched the Glow documentary, the girl who played the Russian girl, she's like, yeah, half the time I had to get escorted out because the they were telling me people wanted to like fight me because I was Russian. Okay, yeah. But I can imagine like the believability in the 80s was probably more so. Like yeah. people, the co- public conscious about it was, it was like, yeah, it's still real to them. Damn it, people <laughs> in the eighties, it's still real to them. Um, yeah, that would be cool. I just want to have, I just want to have a an IRL thing, not a game, where I can have all the wrestlers forever from forever, yeah. and have them in feuds together. The Rock, the Usos, and Roman Reigns in a stable, <laughs> the nation of Samoan domination. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a good that's a good thing. Put all the Samoans in one nation and put all of the the black guys in one nation and then the rock is just between the one oh, 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 oh. No. And then at a pay-per-view it's the rock versus like 20 dudes because he didn't pick. So they teamed up against him. And he'll people's elbow and people's punch every single one of them. Yeah. It'll be like a Royal Rumble except if he's eliminated the rest win. <laughs> And he'll just be like rock bottoming, bottoming him out of the What's ring. funny about this idea is that it would be a Royal Rumble, but like he would eliminate Mark Henry, who came out to, we are the nation. And then the next thing would be, we are the nation. <laughs> and then he eliminates Farouk, we are the nation. Like it, That's funny. That's really funny. We need to do this. That's why, that's why the New Day at Rumbles is great, because you get your Biggie scream three times. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, that if they had Biggie not not only go go oh every time. <laughs> Remember the words on the screen. Isn't it great? We I for, completely forgot about. It. There's no words or emojis yeah, on screen it's anymore. Great. I don't know whose idea that was. But that was terrible. Uh, remember the top ten list. Not All right, me. we're done. We're yep. just bringing up bad shit. Yep. <laughs> so Jory, Extreme Rules is coming. How have Extreme Rules been in the past, Cameron? I don't know. Oh. We truly don't know about this one. Closer than Extreme Rules coming is us. Coming to Sioux Falls for yeah. uh, raw taping, like next week. Well, yeah, like a week, like ten days from now or something. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. So next week's episode won't be us talking about it, but the week after that will. Yeah. Um. So do you, do you have anything you want to plug? We'll talk about going to Sioux Falls next week. Yeah. Um. I've got got my Twitter. I've got well. There's this Twitter at cwfp, and then uh, there's my well, at cwfp cast, and then there, where we tweet things sometimes and bad pictures, um, and controversial opinions, uh, like Roman being the best, Roman <laughs> number one. <laughs> uh, there's my Twitter at no I'm Jory. I tweet about nonsense 90% of the time uh there's my other podcast called we are watching one piece um where i watch one piece and talk about it with a friend who's basically caught up on one piece uh i should be new episodes soonish because i can watch one piece again and we have time because we finished up with something else I'll talk about in like two seconds, but you can find it on SoundCloud and iTunes and all that stuff. It's We Are Watching One Piece. We're the only people on the podcast sphere watching One Piece. You know what sucks, though? Mm. There's, a, there's a podcast out there called the One Piece Podcast. It's the official One Piece Podcast. They're at like almost as many episodes of the, as there are of the show. Wow. And they also have uh, like guests of like voice actors and stuff, so... We'll Damn. beat him someday. Yep. <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> Cutting a promo on a different <laughs> podcast. Uh, I want to. We need to create a promo of us just talking shit about other podcasts. That Joe we Rogan definitely. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Rogan definitely. Um, I feel like he's. I maybe I'm just imagining it, but I feel like he like said something bad about Ronda Rousey in WWE. That just seems like something he'd do. He seems like that guy. That's possible. We'll have to look into it. <laughs> um. But the my co-host on that, Joe, we have just wrapped up recording something from their Patreon. Um, they hit a Patreon goal of $100 a month, which is really cool for their podcast, Got It Memorized. I've thrown in plugs for it at the end of this podcast sometimes, like little snippets for it. Um, where, if you're unfamiliar with it, it's a podcast about Kingdom Hearts, and they're trying to recap it all before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. So they have like six months left <laughs> they better get going they have like three four games left wow they're all they're the mobile game the cell phone game the uh-huh. nintendo ds game and the psp game and then the like four hour tech demo that was on 2.8 
Oh, okay. So they're all like shorter stuff. Is, is it like an, is it like an episode per game? There are going to be a couple episodes, I think. Okay. But they're recapping them in the chronological order the games came out in. Oh, okay. Which makes more sense instead of doing it yeah, in chronological yeah, order, order of the series. Yeah, because you start up and you have no clue what's going on then. Yeah. Because um, there's con- the the one thing I will say about Kingdom Hearts is storytelling. The story is not as bad as people make it out to be. There's being babies. Mm-hmm. But the one thing is is that. You need to have like previous information to understand some of the prequel stuff. Oh, okay. But they had a Patreon going there, hundred hundred a month, which means that they are <coughs> getting um, participated in a tabletop role playing game based around Kingdom Hearts in there, which will be out soon. I missed Raw this week because we recorded the finale. Nice. Um, I'll tweet out and retweet links from every single one of my fucking accounts when it comes out, but. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of me laughing. I felt like I was a laugh track. <laughs> That's because every time, like every time they post, it's like Jory, your laugh is the best part of this. It's like, am I the new Rich Evans? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you, you have a laugh that doesn't make me want to leave the room. Um, but we've got that where uh, everyone basically what what the rules for it is. The, the point of the game is to be able to encompass something similar to Kingdom Hearts where you're traveling between different licensed properties. Right. And it has, like, classes and stuff built off of a similar thing. And mm-hmm. what we did is, even though it's built for anything, because it's whatever, it's pretty loose rules, um, we did it just Disney, except we went buck-fucking-wild and just did everything Disney owned. Oh, so Marvel. Kind of. And then... Yeah, it's going to be really fun when that comes out. It's called Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined. And there'll be a Kickstarter for it, too. So I'll probably shell that out for you guys, too. And donate to it. Yeah, I, I definitely will. <laughs> um, well, a uh, good thing about this Kingdom Hearts podcast is that the game's not actually going to gum- come out in February or January of next year. They'll have a couple extra months, so. <laughs> there weren't even fucking sounds with the E3 trailers. <laughs> anyway. They saved the sounds for the Sony one. Partially. They saved <laughs> two sounds. <laughs> but are you on the internet, Cameron? At Cam Hambone on Twitter.com. That's it. He doesn't really use it. Um, nope. And then, uh, yeah, the podcast. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, iTunes, Cloud, Pod. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you can find us everywhere. <laughs> My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and their loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued.
Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. We're going to go world by world, game by game, in release order. And we'll make sure to name our episodes sensibly so you know what order to listen to them in. You know, 1, 2, 2.5, 3, 5, 8 over 2. So subscribe to Got It Memorized to be alerted of our weekly episodes in iTunes or whatever other garbage platforms you use to listen to podcasts. We promise to do our best to figure out which Ansem is which. Maybe the real Ansem was the friends we made along the way. Got it. Memorized? Memorized?